Welcome to another episode of Groundbreaking Podcast. I am your host, Eli. Be sure to share this podcast with your network and smash that subscribe button and leave an awesome comment down below. Did you know only 4% of NZX 50 CEOs are women? It's crazy! And Alexia is on a mission to get more women into the boardroom table. Alexia is the director of Girlboss. Through her work, Alexia has jokes around with the Queen, flown with NASA, and then lunch with Jamie Oliver and rubbed shoulders with David Beckham. In just a few years, Goldboss has over 10,500 members and programs have been implemented in 55 schools across New Zealand, Australia and the Cook Islands. I walk away from this interview inspired and excited for the future of young New Zealanders and I hope you do too. Alexia, thank you so much for joining us this week. It's great to be here. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and where did you grow up? Awesome. So my name's Alexia. I'm part Greek, part Samoan, and I'm a 20-year-old uh, entrepreneur. I live in Oriwa, but I've actually originally uh, moved from Cyprus, where I was born as a baby, um, and moved to New Zealand when I was young. And I run an organization called Girl Boss New Zealand, which is set to close the gender gap in science, technology, engineering, maths, leadership, and entrepreneurship. And we've I started Girl Boss when I was 16, and we've now grown to an organization of 10,500 young women. What were you passionate about growing up? Well, growing up, I was really into reading. So I spent my days uh, in, in primary school really passionate about books. I was also really passionate about playing games on the computer. That was my big passion. I used to spend my time in primary school actually in the computer lab and playing all sorts of games and doing all sorts of things like that. Um, And so I really was passionate about technology from that young age. But as I started to get older, that passion made me feel isolated. And when I was in high school and I went to a co-ed high school, I was uh, in year 12, I was the only girl in my digital technology class, my IT class. And in year 13, I was the only girl studying advanced physics. So I had these passions for science, technology, engineering and maths from a young age, but I didn't always feel like... I was supported, I had a community who were also passionate about these fields. Why did you want to start Girl Boss New Zealand? So I wanted to start Girl Boss New Zealand really uh, in response to that isolation that I felt in high school and also looking at some of the statistics in New Zealand. So looking currently only 4% of the CEOs on the New Zealand Stock Exchange are women and you know, I couldn't understand when, you know, my female friends were so intelligent and so capable, but it weren't always having the confidence or the inspiration to go into science, technology and business. And so I, I really set out to create a community for young women where they, they're not afraid to be ambitious and they can aspire to fields such as in leadership and entrepreneurship and in science and tech. What did people think first of your idea? Well, I've been really amazed with Girl Boss New Zealand is just the overwhelming support that we've got from day one. So how Girl Boss originally started was I was 16 and I thought, you know what, I'm going to do a conference. And I originally picked that the number of attendees would be 100 because I thought that sounded like a very big number. 
Uh, but what I was amazed is when I started promoting it, the tickets just kept selling out and we had to move to a bigger venue and we added on an extra day. And in the end, 380 young women came uh, and we had 27 speakers. And that was the first ever thing I'd done as, as a 16 year old. And I think that really proved to me that the demand was there. And so I was really amazed that from day one, we had that great support. Did everything go to plan at the beginning? And what did you learn during that time? Yeah, so with with Girlboss, you know, it's been a constant, it's evolved over time. So, you know, at the beginning, we did get that incredible support. But I really had to make that big decision. And that was the biggest decision I made was really once I finished high school was do I continue on full-time in Girlboss New Zealand or do I sort of keep it as a as sort of a side passion whilst I study at university and have a normal sort of job? And that was uh, a really huge moment for me and for Girlboss and that's when it really transformed when I decided to go full-time on, on that Girlboss and I think that was quite a pivotal moment because even though I had all the support, it was I really struggled to make that decision because you know I was scared that I would be missing out and that all my friends would be doing one path. And what I've really learned is that you never need to be afraid of forging your own path. And if you're doing something different to all of your friends, uh, then I actually really you know it means you're on your own path and you just got to really focus on what you're doing and, and not be too swayed and not worry about FOMO or the fear of missing out. Are New Zealand businesses getting the message? Yeah, so we look at uh, New Zealand businesses and how they're responding to getting more women uh, into their leadership roles or more women into their science and technology and engineering roles. We've seen that businesses are really tapped in. Uh, I've been amazed just in the past perhaps year, more and more organisations reaching out to me saying, you know, we really want to make inroads in this area. You have set up your own awards, a future CEO summit. What was the idea behind these? So I set up the Girlboss Awards and the Girlboss Future Future CEO Summit, uh, really because I'm really passionate about changing the culture around things such as tall poppy syndrome. So I really want to create spaces where young people don't need to be afraid of being ambitious. So at the Future CEO Summit, 50 young women, all passionate about creating change and really creating a space where they can set their goals and they can stand up and say, you know, I want to go into politics or I want to, uh, you know, set up my own startup and be a CEO. And it's amazing, you know, often our feedback, young women just say that's the most powerful thing. It's actually just been provided a space where they can be unapologetically ambitious. Uh, and in return, in regards to the Girlboss Awards, really around highlighting role models and highlighting young people who are creating change. And that's why your story is so powerful, Eli, because young people need to realize that they're never too young to create change. And the only way they're going to realize that is if we see more examples of young people going out there and, and really uh being energetic and being passionate and I want to move young people from a place of apathy to a place of activism and action. Girlboss is in Australia right so how has that gone? Yeah so Girlboss uh, 
how we operate in Australia is quite unique. So we are under a different name in Australia. It's called Change Make Her Australia. And what's really exciting about uh, our work in Australia is that it's all completely youth run. So we have um, a chapter in Brisbane and they organize conferences and hackathons and they do um, podcasts and interviews. And it's really amazing because each year there's a new chapter leader as, as a high schooler who runs it. And so it's got this really cool culture of being completely youth run. And we've got a lot of um, support and momentum and traction in Australia, which is really exciting. Any plans to expand Girl, Girl Boss further? So Girl, we've, uh, just last year I ran programs in the Cook Islands, which is pretty exciting. I mean, being part Samoan myself, uh, the goal and the dream has always been to run programs in Samoa and uh, hopefully one day actually set up a chapter there and have some incredible local uh, Samoan women uh, running their own uh, initiatives. So definitely going to the further Pacific Islands is um, sort of on my uh, immediate sort of goals. How have you balanced running Girl Boss and all of your travels? Yeah, great question. So I'm very fortunate with my role at Girl Bosses that I get to do a lot of travel. So basically 99% of my travel is related to Girl Boss or work-related travel. So, and you know, most weeks I'm actually out of Auckland. So we've got a big focus and we're working with Ministry of Education to target uh, young women from regional New Zealand. And so I get to travel everywhere. Uh, you can possibly imagine I'm going to Thai Happy. I get to go to... Uh, I get to go every week in Whangarei. I get to go every week you can possibly imagine uh, in my role, which is really cool. Uh, and in terms of international travel, I have do uh, quite a bit of public speaking. So getting asked to speak at conferences all around the world, which is really exciting. So I think my travel works in with Girlboss, which makes it a lot easier. You are a high achiever. Do you have a process for setting goals? Great question. I really, for me, when it comes to setting goals, it's it's quite quite ad hoc, to be honest. I think I really just quite responsive at Girlboss. We're really lucky because we're such a lean company and we've got such few employees. We can be really responsive. So, you know, we're constantly adapting the programs that we do. So we're just constantly testing the waters. And, you know, it's amazing in just one year you know, the tide and what young women are interested in is completely changed. And so it's a constant challenge, but a great challenge is actually how do we keep up with our members and how do we provide content that's really resonating with them. Um, and I think that kind of helps form my goals in some sort of way um, because I'm kind of thinking, you know, what are young women looking for and how can I best serve them? And then going from there in order to set my goals. Reflecting on your journey to date, what has surprised you the most? What has surprised me the most is probably the fact that, uh, you know, being a young, passionate uh, entrepreneur, it's it's such you know at such a young age. Because when I was in high school, just three four years uh, three years ago, I just never would have imagined that this would have been my life and that. Uh, I get to travel in New Zealand and I get to work with such incredible young women and to go from a place where I felt so isolated to working with young people who share my passion every single day. Uh, you know, even things like uh, my mum now works full time uh, at Girlboss. So, you know, I'd never imagined that my mum would work for me. So all of these sort of things do surprise me and, and make me feel really grateful for uh, the, my journey. 
So does does any other members from your family work at Girlboss? Yeah, so um, my auntie actually works part-time for Girlboss as well. So it's, it's a bit of a family affair, which is, is quite fun. What would you tell young people who are passionate about tackling a social problem but don't know where to start? do exactly this in our workshop we really break down the problem into seeing what is an element of that problem that I can fix so having a kind of good understanding of the stakeholders and the elements involved uh, and so you know think of that problem think what are the causes of that problem and I think often people feel overwhelmed because they have a you know a huge problem like I want to change climate change uh, but actually breaking down that into smaller elements can make that feel more um you know more attackable I suppose and then my big advice is just start with something you know it doesn't have to be the perfect but if you just um you know even if it's something as simple as you know volunteering you know just help understanding the market and understanding other organizations out there will just give you the confidence and give you the experience to to take that next step what has been your biggest challenges until now and what advice would you give to others my biggest challenge has really been, you know, funnily enough, almost been sort of myself. So really around making sure that I have the confidence to constantly challenge myself to go bigger. And sometimes, you know, even though Girlboss has a lot of great success, but actually having the confidence, do you think, you know, we start a new initiative like the Girlboss Awards, which was inaugural last year and thinking, you know, how are we able to pull this off? This is completely new territory for me. Uh, and so kind of keep reminding myself that to take that bigger step and to not be complacent and to keep growing and pushing uh, is, a cha- is, is a challenge, but one that I constantly focus on, on sort of tackling. With everything happening in your world, how do you keep focus on the right things? That's a great question. And I think something is so important is to really understand your why. And it's such a cliche because everyone always says that. But, you know, it's so true because, you know, when, you know, you're overwhelmed. I, you know, I speak in, you know, two schools a day, traveling, and sometimes, you know, you've you're feeling tired but if you can just have that clear understanding and even I have clear examples of um, you know some real change I've seen in our members and just really having that clear understanding of why I'm doing what I'm doing then it really does help you in those times and so I, I think being able to answer the question you know why do I do what I do even just to answer it for yourself is is really important. What culture change do you think we need in New Ze- to see in New Zealand to help young business people thrive? So I'm really passionate about defeating tall poppy syndrome. Uh, as we've seen, um, you know, Robert Hollis with his hashtag uh, RIP tall poppy campaign. But, you know, I think that working with young people every day, I've really seen that still in New Zealand there's not that culture of being ambitious it's not that culture of I want to start my own business you know a lot of young people are afraid to you know you ask them what are your career plans and they sort of you know and it's not until you push them they actually reveal their true ambition because they're actually sometimes they say oh I don't know or I'm not sure but they actually do have a clear idea of what they want to do but they don't even have that confidence to articulate that and you know I've been fortunate enough to travel and I've worked with a lot of young U.S 
entrepreneurs and activists and just the culture in the United States in terms of uh, encouraging young people to aim high and and there's not that shame and that judgment um, was really eye-opening for me because I was thinking, wow, you know, that's sort of the culture that we want to bring in New Zealand. And it's really amazing when I go to the United States, the cool people in the high schools are actually the ones who are doing their own initiatives and the ones that are going out there and saying, I, you know, I want to go into politics. Like they're the ones that are actually getting all the respect uh, in their school community and by their peers. And then I come to New Zealand, I'm really not seeing that culture. And so I think for us to really make inroads, we need to be just changing the conversation, changing the language, and actually even more and more New Zealanders coming out in support of um, other New Zealanders' success. When you are faced making tough decisions, what process do you use? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think what I really do is constantly have to ask myself, you know, what are... What, uh, the objectives we want to create you know what are our visions what are our goals and sometimes the hardest thing for me is turning down great opportunities and sometimes awesome organizations want to collaborate and some really cool programs and projects come up but I have to keep asking myself is this directly aligned with what we want to achieve and sometimes even if say directly because I'm quite good at making links um, to things that might not be that related so really what is the direct and specific goals and objectives we want and going from there? What do you love most about what you are doing right now? What I love most about what I'm doing right now is the fact that I get to work with young people every single day. The fact that I get to be so on the ground. Uh, by the end of this year, I would have uh, run programs in 100 schools across New Zealand. And I think that's a real privilege is to really have such a deep understanding of um, the incredible young people we have in New Zealand. Uh, and also, you know, other things that I love is that I love that I get to work uh, with my family. I love that I get to travel to parts of New Zealand uh, that I've never been to before. And so all of these uh, really makes me love my role at Girl Boss and, and love what I do. If you could go back in time, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, I love that question. I My advice to myself would be really to lean into opportunity. So I, I think, you know, if I reflect back on my journey, a lot of the time there was the demand and the opportunity to go bigger with what I'd done. And I'd kind of thought, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And maybe I'm too young. And I really had that doubt. And I've really, now I've been able to sort of develop my confidence. And I suppose that's only natural, but I really wish that that I'd had sort of that more confidence in that get up and go um, from a younger age. I wish I was doing something like what you're doing. Uh, I actually think I would have loved that. And, um, but because I hadn't seen role models, I hadn't seen examples um, like people of you, I didn't even consider that. So, who do you admire the most? Who do I admire the most? It's a great question. I mean, there's a lot of incredible um, business people that I admire. Uh, you know, p- women such as Teresa Gatting is a huge. Uh, she's a huge inspiration to me uh, because she's, you know, she's the former CEO of Telecom uh, when it was Telecom, and. Uh, also she does a lot of charitable ventures and she started my food bag and uh, you know has such that deep social purpose to everything she does Uh, but then 
in terms of sort of my inspiration, I really do feel energized and inspired the most when I'm seeing that sort of pure passion. And I when I see the most pure passion is really worth working with young people. And that is so energizing. Okay, final question from me. How can my listeners get involved? Really sad, this interview's almost over. I've loved it. But um, in terms of how listeners can get involved, so if they know a young woman aged 13 to 18, they can uh, sign up for free. It's free to become a member on www.girlboss.nz. And feel free to get in touch with me at alexia at girlboss.nz. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, Alexia. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for joining us this week. If you enjoyed this interview, please leave me a comment down below and be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your network. As always, stay awesome and share the love.